0: Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound. Showcase the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, today we are wrapping up our feature, our second. Time feature of um, The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, adapted for uh, BBC Radio by John Dryden. Um, John Dryden runs Goldhawk Productions, which is a company that does um, location-recorded uh, stories, not always adapt- adaptations of classics, often does um, his own original work where he is a writer and adaptations of um, you know, works that uh, tend to be of like uh, international significance. Um, for instance, one of the the pieces that he did, um, Six Suspects, we featured just a few weeks back, was by Vicka Swarup. I forget that, right? Vicka Swarup wrote uh, Q&A, the story that was ultimately adapted into the film Slumdog Millionaire, while John Dryden was there first in radio uh, with the BBC adaptation back in 2007 of Q&A. Um, uh, other notable pieces uh, recently, um, Severed Threads. I worked with John Dryden on that piece. Um, he did this, uh, The Mumbai Chuzzlewits, which was um, a very nice, Um, adaptation of a Dickens story, uh, but reimagined for contemporary India, which was just fantastic. Um, He also um, released a thriller called Pandemic, um, was released back in March. Um, Has had a few other pieces um, recently as well, Blasphemy and the Governor of Punjab, The Reluctant Spy, and others. Uh, Goldhawk.eu, certainly worth your time. John Dryden is just uh, a masterful producer and um, you know, is has the opportunity to be working for the BBC and to be, um, really, in my opinion, pushing what uh, BBC carries. Uh, not as much as the BBC programming is as, advent- as adventurous as what John is able of, uh, to come up time and time again, and um, is one of the reasons we love it. This uh, this adaptation, Handmaid's Tale, um, it was recorded on location. You can tell, um, and it is also a real, uh, a really well inspired adaptation. Takes the, the the heart of the story um and and makes it work well for the audio format. This is the last third um one hour um to go as we find what happens when the handmaid tries to find a way out from her situation. um First up on a lighter note uh well, we got a uh, we got a dark fantasy note and then a and, and then a humorous note. um first up, we'll do our, our installment of the cleansed. This is episode seven, part four um the last part before we get into the season finale. Uh, round of things Um, in this we are back to the Republic what used to be New York City Uh, we meet Saul our villain and he is about to learn the location of a secret Um, here it is um, setting us up for the conclusion episode 7 part 4 Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed Episode 7, The Trial, Part 4.
1: in the day?
2: Five people away from their
1: posts, at least ten with nothing to do and a few slugs in the wrong place at the wrong time. And you sorted them out? Sorted. Good. You want to take Zeke with you for the night patrol? It can get pretty hairy. He's a tough boy. As you say, Captain. Don't call me that. Not unless we're in front of Richard. Of course. Not that there would be too many more opportunities for that. Okay! Dismissed. Yes, sir. So. What? I have some information
3: you may want. What? I heard you were in the sewer looking for something. We were? What if I told you we moved it? Who? Me and some of the others here. When we were lost, you understand. We worried
1: that what John had stolen would fall into the wrong hands. You mean back to the Republic? Yes. And you're not worried about that now?
4: You clearly have no love for them.
1: And you will stand with me as a wolf of Abaddon? Whatever I must do. I'm sick of simply existing with no purpose. I see. Well, you have done a great service to the cause. Thank you, Lord Saul. Now if you would, please show me.
5: Of course.
1: Here it is. You might as well have buried it. This is the hardest place in the soup to get to. We
3: figured the Republic would never make it down here.
1: Is there anyone else who knows it's down
3: here? You, we, Matthew died, you know, he knew. He helped me move it, but no, just the two of us. Some of the soup kids may have seen us, but who knows what brains they got.
1: Good of you to do this keep it out of their hands. I never would have kept it
3: from you, Saul, but I thought you would give it back to the Republic. Never. So? In that old building, across the ledge, it ran this place back when places used to run. Brilliant.
1: Lead the way. Careful. It's slick along here. It is a little tricky. You don't want to... Lose your balance. Thank you for your sacrifice, old soldier. We'll let this secret lie for now. I prefer to see things move forward. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There is power in the blood,
6: power in the blood.
1: Would you or evil have victory?
0: Blessed by the Lord Jesus myself as I look upon you, standing up for the glory of God
5: and willing to lay your lives down in his name. Who among
0: you is ready to go to heaven today? We We are! Praise the Lord. And surely as we go to heaven, We will send our foes to hell, should they stand against us. For who are they to stand against? The will of Jesus! Blessed Jesus! Blessed Jesus! Welcome, my children, to Corinth. Today,
5: we fight the wolf.
1: Fight the wolf! God be pretty! Things were starting to get very close now close to boiling over close to close to action we who had been wronged would be repaid those who had been fools or foes would be crushed under the order of the new we would tear their throats out like the wolves we were to of impotence and corruption. Even as we speak, a new enemy enters the city. An enemy so convinced of their righteousness that they will risk sending all of us into darkness again. the destruction of the citadel. We have elected to take a stand and stand we shall against both the ignorance of these believers and the arrogance of the republic. Today we shall raise a new the tower <laughs>
0: of the cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut visit www.thecleansed.com You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99 Also see a full cast and crew list exclusive behind the scenes video character sketches and more Again that's www.thecleansed.com Or catch us next week for another free installment New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012 Those are available at thecleansed.com finalrune.com. And Radiodrama Revival.com. The Cleansed is a final rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's dot E.com. And that was The Cleanse, Um, Still in the throes of our Kickstarter campaign, TheCleanse.com forward slash Kickstarter. We are less than 800 bucks to go, um, $20, uh, less than 800 bucks to go. Uh, still a bunch of goodies waiting for you. Uh, for $25, you get the digital box set of all the programming from Season 1. Um, we also have a physical box set. Um be a very limited edition. I can't quite tell you why yet, but it'll be the only opportunity to get this particular set of CDs uh, will be through this Kickstarter campaign. and uh, we also uh, and we also have opportunities to get the original artwork for one hundred and fifty dollars. You can get um pen and ink drawings um, of the art from the cleanse that uh, will are complete originals. We um, even put a frame for it for you too, if you if you ask nicely. Um, TheCleanse.com forward slash Kickstarter. Season two is starting to be recorded. We are uh, put up some photos. We uh, have been out on sailboats. Uh, we've been in the water. We've been paddling around in canoes um, and um, have done threatening acts to many of our actors to get some of the performances um, of what happens next um, in the series. So it's going to be uh, a little bit of a break. Um, the Cleanse will wrap up the podcast at the end of October and then we'll be silent till next March. But I uh, hope in the meantime, You will uh, help us now produce the next season and then uh, stay tuned for some of the -the behind-the-scenes goodies that we've got for you lined up. Uh, As I mentioned uh, several times before, Matthew Boudreaux of Oral Stage Studios is the sound designer for The Clans. He's also an actor, as you will um, find out in this next piece. Uh, This is the final piece of Dialed In. We have a piece called Straw into Gold, which takes characters from a fairy tale and uh, pits them into the modern publishing business. It's just brilliant. Um, we have Javert Boudreau with trombone, Matthew Boudreau in the piece. We've got Linda Mason um, as the lady trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this world. And uh, we also have uh, the direction from uh, Aileen Hoskins. If I got that right, Aileen, apologize if not. Um, Aileen um, is, uh, was involved in the Witch Hunter Chronicles um, by Audio Epics. Um, all of us met at Convergence Con in Minneapolis. And um, this sort of collaboration pulls us all together. It's really great fun. Um, Straw into Gold by Oral Stage Studios.
7: Dialed in a new audio series from Oral Stage Studios. Hi, I'm Matthew Boudreau, and you're listening to Dialed In. This week's episode, Straw into Gold, by Perry Whittle, starring Matthew J. Boudreau and Linda Mason. Directed by Aline Hoskins. strong-to-go literary. I'm working... Are you
8: the ghostwriting agency?
7: Agency? I'm one guy and I'm busy, so hurry it up.
8: Uh, uh, I wanted to hire you to write a book for me. To ghost a book for me. (sighs) Genre? What are the terms of your contract?
7: We'll get to that. Genre? Sorry? What kind of book are we writing? Mystery? Science fiction? Romance? Non-fiction? Or what? I got a special on fantasy fiction this month
8: you have specials every month well i don't want to be overcharged
7: meaning what exactly
8: what if the special next month is my category
7: what's your genre
8: first tell me the special for next month
7: are you writing fantasy no then you won't get the special price next month
8: you mean the special is the same next month as this month
7: i like fantasy you got a problem with that
8: don't be so touchy
7: just doesn't seem fair. Straw into gold is my promise. You want fair, talk to Bo Peep. She's a ghostwriter? And her contracts are fair. Now, I'm busy. Are we going to do this, or are you going to get off the line?
8: Let's do it. I've heard you the best.
7: I don't know about that, but I'm honest as the day is long.
8: Well, What does that mean?
7: It changes with the seasons. Now, what genre?
8: I need more information before making a decision.
7: <sighs> Comparison shopping, huh? What do you want to know?
8: What guarantees can you give me? What do you mean? Can you guarantee I'll be on the bestseller list? No. Why not?
7: Too much depends on your topic and your publisher. I can't guarantee sales. But straw into gold. I'll get rich. That's right.
8: What about quality or reviews? Can you guarantee good reviews?
7: You can expect good reviews, but I can't
8: I want only guarantee. good reviews. No bad reviews at all.
7: Can't do it.
8: Why not? Oh,
7: please. There's no limit to human folly, Princess.
8: There's nothing you can do?
7: I can't guarantee quality or claim. Just... money.
8: Straw into gold.
7: Right. Speaking of which...
8: You got pages? What?
7: How soon can you get me some pages?
8: Can't I just tell you what I want?
7: The name is Straw into Gold. It's a metaphor. Do you know what a metaphor is? Sure, I I think so. Okay, it's a metaphor for pages into money. Got it? i got to have something to work with.
8: You could, like, interview me or something.
7: I need pages to rewrite. You want air into gold, try Three Wishes Literary Consulting.
8: That one's run by a Latin, right?
7: His lamp.
8: The lamp does ghostwriting?
7: If you wish it.
8: Is the lamp any good?
7: Miraculous.
8: I'm surprised you mentioned the competition.
7: I got enough work. All day, all night I'm typing. And the pile of pages never get smaller.
8: I almost feel terrible.
7: Like I'm spinning my wheels. Sorry? What?
8: Did you say like a spinning wheel?
7: Close enough.
8: You said a lens lamp does great work.
7: It can, if you wish it.
8: Who wouldn't wish for it? <laughs> what's so funny
7: you work with them you really want to watch the contract it's tricky
8: I'm sure all contracts are complex
7: no no with me it's simple straw into gold that's the promise and that's what I deliver
8: a lens lamp promises three wishes don't they deliver
7: it's trickier than it sounds
8: trickier than three wishes
7: <laughs> read the contract might help to hire a few lawyers too
8: That. Sounds like good advice.
7: So, how soon can you give me pages?
8: First, I want to see a client list.
7: Absolutely not.
8: But if you're good, clients must be satisfied. They are. Then why can't I talk to some of them?
7: First, because I won't give out the names of my clients. It's a strictly confidential business.
8: How about a hint?
7: I'm not done. Also, I don't want clients sharing the terms of my contract.
8: How about a hint? I'm
7: not done.
8: Come on, just a hint.
7: Check the New York Times bestseller list. I'm on it. What week? Any. Any week of the year. I'm on it.
8: You're kidding.
7: Like I said, I'm busy.
8: You're not kidding. And
7: finally, because most of my clients don't want to talk about my contract.
8: Why don't they want to talk about it? Terms are... unusual. About your contract. There are rumors that if I know your name, then I (laughs) can't- If you
7: guess my name, you get out of the contract, right? That's the story you've heard?
8: Yeah, and I was wondering.
7: No. That happened about 200 years ago. Don't you think I fired my lawyer after that happened?
8: I was just asking.
7: Check the contract. Go ahead. And good luck finding an escape clause in this one.
8: Okay, no offense.
7: Like I said- You want fair? Try Bopey.
8: Well, I'm just not sure. Is she any good?
7: Her contract's fair. Just what do you want?
8: I want a good book. That's what I really want. How's her writing?
7: (laughs) You know about counting sheep? Yeah. Same with her pros.
8: Oh. Well, what are your rates?
7: Flat rate for all jobs.
8: You don't want a percentage of gross sales? Ah, flat rate. Is that fair to you?
7: Don't worry about me, it's your firstborn. My, what? Firstborn, that's that's the race. My
8: firstborn child, a, a baby?
7: Baby, toddler, teen, whatever. You got one already? No. Good, then there's no emotional bond. How
8: soon can you give me pages? My child?
7: You got a problem
4: with that?
8: Yes, I've got a, what are you? do with them
7: hey you don't want to see how sausage gets made same here
8: no no this is so wrong those people who hire you how can they do it
7: easy they want to be published
8: no thank you for explaining your process to me but no I I can't do it
7: no skin off my nose I'm busy
8: I'll go with three wishes instead
7: (laughs) <laughs> then I'm definitely going to be hearing about you. What do you mean? In the news. And not in a good way.
8: What if I read the contract and hire a good lawyer? Eh, it doesn't really help. Then I'll go with Bo Peep.
7: My advice, you hire her, you keep copies of everything. Everything.
8: You mean she's disorganized?
7: She loses things.
8: I thought it was just sheep.
7: They mention the sheep because it rhymes, but she loses everything. Always has.
8: Thank you for your advice, and I'm sorry I couldn't agree with your terms.
7: Uh, no problem, Princess. Plenty of folks want to get published. Even if they can't write, they can still... Yup. More pages coming in, Princess. I gotta go. <laughs> you've been listening to Straw into Gold by Perry Whittle starring Matthew J. Boudreau as Stilts and Linda Mason as Princess directed by Aline Hoskins sound design by Mike Almeida. music and editing by Matthew J. Boudreau featuring Javert
0: Boudreau on trombone And that was Oral Stage Studios with Dialed In, dialedin.oralstage.com. Um, for more of that, there are seven installments. We've had them here on Radio Drum Revival sporadically. Um, you can download the whole things in their entirety originally at dialedin.oralstage.com. All right, on to our uh, main drama today. We have the final installment of The Handmaid's Tale. Enjoy.
9: Every night when I go to bed, I think, in the morning, I will wake up in my own house. And things will be back the way they were i'll be with luke and daisy and all this will be a bad dream it hasn't happened this morning either
10: let us pray lord god most divine king of kings be with us now for the act we are about to perform in your name
2: yes, lord.
10: bless us with your strength and power as we come together to. Amen. We thank you for sending us your handmaiden of Fred into our household. And ask you give us through a Fred a child. We draw on the example you gave us in Rachel and her servant Bilhah in the good book. As you gave Rachel a child through her maid servant, we ask for a child through ours. In your name, God. Give Serena joy and Child, this day. <laughs> Amen.
9: Praise be. Uh, praise be.
10: Is everyone ready? <laughs> My dear. <clears throat> yes. My friend? Yes. Shall we go upstairs? Now?
9: Sanity is a valuable possession. I hoard it in the way people once hoarded money. I save it so I will have enough when the time comes, when someone will come to rescue me.
11: Good morning, Alfred. Blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open. Are you ready to go shopping? Yes. It's such a beautiful day we go the long way down by the river
9: yes mm. Of Glenn says she works for Mayday the resistance I hope she does we can help you get out
11: really there's a network of safe houses they smuggle people across the border to Canada then why, why don't you escape agents are needed here it's risky work but somebody has to do it do you know a moira? moira
9: why she used to be my best friend she escaped from the rachel and leah reeducation center moira
11: yeah i think we helped her get out really keep walking are you trying to get us killed i'm sorry look it isn't safe even here you've got to be more careful I want to find my husband and daughter Perhaps we can help I can't make any promises But first you have to do something for us What? We know you're seeing him Who? Your commander We know you're seeing him alone Outside of ceremony Without his wife present How? We just know I have to see him, I can't say no Of course you can't But find out about him, and tell us. Find out what? Find out what he does. See if you can get anything on him, any indiscretion, anything provable, anything we can use later on. Anything you can,
9: all right? I'll try.
2: Thank you. Oh, it's too damn close in there. Sit down. <sighs> well, then, nothing yet? No, nothing. Ah, It's too bad. Time's running out. Yes. Well, tomorrow it comes round again. Maybe we'll get lucky this time. Maybe. Well, maybe he can't. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you should try it another way. What other way? Another man. Oh, don't play the innocent. I find it so tiresome. It's against the law. Yes, I know you can't officially, but it's done. Women do it all the time. All the time. With doctors, you mean? Well, some do that. But it doesn't have to be a doctor. It could be someone we trust. Who? I was thinking of him. Over there, washing the car. Joseph? Joseph. He's been with us a long time. He's loyal. I could fix it with him.
9: What about the commander?
2: (laughs) Well, we just won't tell him, will we? You might as well. Maybe I could get something for you. Something you want. What's that? A picture. Of her. Your little girl. Hmm? But only maybe. (laughs) Would you like a cigarette? You're not here. I'll give you one to take up to your room. You can ask Rita for a match and tell her that I said so. It's only one, though. You don't want to ruin your health. (sighs) I'll come to your room tonight at midnight, and I will take you down to Joseph's quarters. All right? Yes. Hmm. Midnight, then. I almost forgot to tell you. You remember my friend Mrs. McLeod and her handmaid of Warren? Oh, of course you do. Of Warren! Oh, you were friends, weren't you? Well, the baby, they just had it. It turned out to be no good after all. A shredder. A shredder? Oh. Look like a monster, so I hear. Uh, it's tragic. It's contaminated with Agent Orange, they reckon.
10: Come in.
9: My secret visits to the commander have become a habit. The commander's in my secret habit. Greetings. Two or three times a week, as soon as Serena Joy goes up to her room, I make my way down the hallway to his room. What we do there is talk and play Scrabble. I guess he just wants someone to be able to relax with. But tonight was different.
10: And how is my fair little one this evening? I'm fine. Up for a little excitement? Pardon? Tonight, I have a little surprise for you. Something you like.
9: What's that? Chinese checkers?
10: Something better.
9: Where did you get it?
10: I didn't know your size. I hope it fits.
9: You expect me to put this on? I've never worn anything like this in my life.
10: But you want to, don't you? Well... It's a disguise. You'll need to paint your face, too. I've got the stuff for it. You'll never get in without it. In where? Tonight, I'm taking you out. Out? Out of here.
9: But where? You'll see. I can't be too late. I I have to get up early in the
10: morning. I think you need a bit of an escape. Come on, put it on.
9: I don't want you to watch me.
10: No. No, of course not. You can change behind that screen.
5: It's a fine evening, sir. Yes. Here, sir? Yes.
10: Now I will have to ask you to get down on the floor of the car
9: down
10: don't worry it's not exactly a checkpoint we have to go through the gateway wives are not allowed you see good evening
0: hi there it's pretty crowded tonight but there's a few spaces left up over there thanks enjoy
10: just stay down a bit longer we're almost there Joseph, do you have that tag? This tag you have to wear on your wrist at all times, do you understand? Yes. Thank you, Joseph. Sir. Come on, we have to be fast. This is the back entrance. If anyone asks you anything, just say you're an evening rental.
9: An evening rental? Right. Listen, I'm not sure about this.
10: don't panic. You'll love it here. Wait till you get inside. Ever been here before?
9: I think so. Yes. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Didn't it used to be a hotel in the old days?
10: Yes, I believe so. Are you ready? Have you ever seen anything like it? It's like walking into the past, don't you think? Yes.
9: I try to remember if the past was exactly like this. I'm not sure now. I know it contained these things. Feathers, glitter, lingerie, shorty nightgowns, baby doll pajamas, see-through negligees, cheerleaders' outfits. But somehow the mix is different. It's like a masquerade party. They're like oversized children dressed up in clothes they've rummaged from the trunks. It's like a movie. A movie about the past is not the same as the past.
10: Don't gawk. You give yourself away. Just act natural. Just keep your mouth shut and act stupid. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Hi, how are you? I <laughs> Madison.
7: Take a seat.
1: Show me the
10: way. Yeah, Show me the
9: way. Is this a club?
10: Well, that's what we call it among ourselves. The club or Jezebel's.
9: I thought this sort of thing was strictly forbidden.
10: Well, officially. But everyone's human after all.
9: What does that mean?
10: It means you can't cheat nature. Nature demands variety for men. It stands to reason as part of the procreation strategy. It's nature's plan. Women know that instinctively. Why did they buy so many different clothes in the old days? Tricked men into thinking they were several different women. A new one each day.
9: So now we don't have different clothes, you merely have different women.
10: Solves a lot of problems.
9: Who are these people?
10: only for officers and senior officials and trade delegations from overseas of course it stimulates trade
9: no i mean the women
10: some of them are pros you know working girls from the old days they couldn't be assimilated
9: and the others
10: well there's quite a collection that one there the one in green for instance she's a sociologist or was That one was a lawyer. That one was in business, an executive position, some sort of fast food chain, or maybe it was hotels. We got some pretty smart women here if all you feel like doing is talking, and they prefer it here,
11: too.
10: (laughs) Then I
9: see her. She's standing by the fountain, hanging all over some old guy. There's no mistake. She looks just the same, except she's dressed absurdly in a worn-out bunny suit. Why do men think women dressed up like rabbits are sexy? Look at me. Look at me. Are you all right? Um. Uh, y- yes. It's, it's
10: just... <laughs> You're not used to it. Yes. Well, I guess it's a long time since you've been to anything like this. Yes. Well, let's get you into the spirit of the place. How about a little drink?
9: I'm not supposed to, as
10: you know. Well, once we'd hurt anyway, it wouldn't look right if you didn't. No nicotine and alcohol taboos here. But you see, they do have some advantages here. All right. What'll it be then? Uh, they got everything.
9: A gin and tonic
10: Good, I'll be right back with a gin and tonic then
9: Is, is there a washroom? Well, of course I need to go to It's over there What if someone stops me?
10: Just show them your tag, it'll be alright They'll know you're taken.
9: I walk straight towards her Look at me Her eyes slide over me as if I'm just another palm tree, another chair. Come on, Moira. Just look at me.
12: I see you down here quite often? Well, it helps me wind down. That's great. And that's what we're here to help you do. Yeah. But
4: you know, there's a girl I keep seeing here, um, but each time I try to get her, she's already taken. Is there a queuing system, or what?
13: <laughs> no queuing. First there, first come. Maybe if you point her out to me, I'll arrange oh, things. Oh,
5: you girls, you're
1: just so helpful.
13: Yeah.
1: Myra. Sure. Okay. Um. Lo, are you new?
9: Oh, yeah.
1: What's your
5: name?
9: I, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to waste your time. I'm taken already. <laughs> Excuse me. in the mushroom.
6: She knew?
12: Uh, I think maybe there's a delegation or something from Asia coming later on. Sometimes they bring in girls from other clubs to make up numbers. I don't know. Why don't you point out that girl to me, and I'll go make arrangements. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, she sure. <laughs> Blessed be the fruit. What? Uh, is this the mushroom? You've got 15 minutes. No more. Not you. You were just there. I need to go again. Rest break once an hour. You know the rules.
9: Mm. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> <coughs> mm.
13: Can I uh, borrow some lipstick?
9: Oh, I don't have any. Uh, uh, with me. Mm. Mm, you know? Yes.
13: <laughs> That's funny.
9: <laughs> That's, um, <laughs>
13: kind of funny. <laughs> oh, pretty, dress. <laughs> the pretty dress. The pretty pink dress and the pretty pink
12: Hey, 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 hey. Oh. It's alright. I'm It's alright. Don't worry about her. She's just getting into the party mood. You look like the Horror Babylon is not what I'm supposed to look like. You look like something the cat dragged in. Government issue. I guess they thought it was me.
9: I can't believe it's you.
12: Don't do that. Your eyes will run. Anyway, there isn't time. Let's sit down. What the hell are you doing here? Not that it isn't great to see you, but what'd you do wrong? Laugh at his dick? Is it bugged? Probably. You want to smoke? I'd love one. On the other hand, it might not be. I can't imagine they'd care about anything you have to say. They've already heard most of it. and Anyway, nobody gets out of here except in a black van, but you must know that if you're here. I'm temporary. It's just tonight. I'm not supposed to be here at
9: all. He smuggled me in. Who? My commander.
12: Mm, Some of them do that. They get a kick out of it. It's like screwing on the altar or something. Your gang are supposed to be such chaste vessels. I really thought you'd escaped. I did. Only I got caught.
9: You're the only person I know ever to escape from the center. All this time, I thought you were free. You were a beacon.
12: Don't talk like that.
9: Tell me what happened.
12: What's the point?
9: But she knew there was a point. So she did.
11: Not too tight.
12: Please. I don't know why you're doing this to me, Myra. All right. We're at the re-education center. I got that old hag, Aunt Elizabeth, tied up like a Christmas turkey behind the furnace. Open your mouth. I have always been fair and honest with you. She's given me all this stuff about how well she's always treated us. Yeah, sure, Aunt Elizabeth. So, I gag her. Wider. Uh There. Don't struggle or you'll choke. I wanted to kill I could kill you, you know. I could injure you so badly you'd never feel good in your body again. Just remember I didn't, if it ever comes to that. All right? I really felt like it. But now, I'm just as glad I didn't, or things would be a lot worse for me. I couldn't believe how easy it was to get out of the center. In that brown outfit, I just walked right through.
5: I see your pass?
12: Of course, I had Ann Elizabeth's pass. That helped.
5: Thank you. Have a nice day.
12: With the Lord's help, I will. Hmm. I kept going as if I knew where I was heading till I was out of sight. I didn't have any great plan. There were more spot checks than I remember from before. They were all over the place. I knew it wouldn't look right if I turned around in full view and went back.
7: Thank you very much. Uh, Miss? Miss? Would you join the line, please?
12: So I bluffed it through, the same as I had at the gate. Your papers, please. I was terrified.
3: Sorry to inconvenience you, ma'am.
12: Oh, what's going on?
3: Terrorist warning, security alert. Thank you very much.
12: God bless you. Papers, please. But I only had so much time before they found the old bat and sent out the alarm. Soon enough, they'd be looking for me. One fake ant on foot. I tried to think of someone. I ran over and over the people I knew. Before they busted the magazine where I worked in the old days, we divided the mailing list among us and we each memorized a section before destroying it. So I tried to recall my section of the list. We had the religious denominations marked next to each name. You know, Q for Quaker, B for Baptists. That way we knew who to invite to marches and things. For instance, it was no good calling on the C's to do abortion stuff. You know, not that we've done much of that lately. Anyway, I figure a married couple would be safest. Preferably Quakers. Yes? Hello, I'm doing a questionnaire for the local council. I'm wondering if you could spare a few moments of your time. Well... uh... So she let me in, straight away. But as soon as I was inside, I took off the headgear and told them who I was. We're gonna have to ask you to leave.
5: We would like to help you, but we have got kids,
12: you see. Please. There's nowhere for me to go. We can't help you.
5: we got to think of our kids.
12: Yes.
4: Maybe, honey. No. I'm going
3: to take you to another house. Jim. Uh, Honey,
5: I think that's the least we
3: can do. Is that all right?
5: Okay. The first thing we're going to do is get you out of that outfit. If you go upstairs, my wife will fit you in one of her outfits.
12: The other house was Quaker's too, and I'd hit the jackpot because they were a safe house.
5: And bring your old clothes down. We'll incinerate them in the stove. We're going to try and get you out of the country. Really? How? You don't need to know how We have a network of stations and safe houses
12: They were better organized than you'd think They'd infiltrated a couple of useful places One of them was the post office They had a driver there with one of those handy little trucks I made it over the bridge and into the city proper in a mail sack
14: You can come out now
12: Where am I?
4: Well, that doesn't matter.
3: You're gonna be here for a few days.
12: Can I ask you something? Hmm? Why are you helping me? Why is anyone helping me?
3: Hmm. (laughs) Don't take it personally, okay? I'm doing it for religious reasons.
12: They got him soon after that he ended up hanging on the wall. I was underground, it must have been eight or nine months, taken from one safe house to another. They weren't all Quakers, some of them weren't even religious. They were just people who didn't like the way things were going. They knew more or less what would happen to them if they were caught. Not in detail, but they knew. I almost made it out. They got me up as far as Salem, and then in a truck full of chickens in Maine. They were planning to get me across the border there. Quickly.
3: Straight down to the jetty. There. Do you see the boat with the eye painted on it? Yes. Someone is waiting for you there. Good luck. Thank you. Just take care now.
12: Thank you. So, I don't know what happened. Maybe somebody got suspicious. Maybe they thought the guy was out in his boat at night too much. By that time, it must have been crawling with guardians and eyes up there... ...and everywhere else close to the border. Don't move. Stay exactly where you are.
5: Put your hands on your head.
1: Down! 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 down, 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 down. 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 Secure! Down. Secure the fishermen. No, sure.
9: Move!
12: Ouch! I'm not hurting me! I'm cooperating! Dummy. I thought this was the end of the road for me. <laughs> but you know what they did? They showed me a movie.
4: It was about life in the colonies. I'm going to show you something that may disturb you somewhat. You will not like what you see, but it is important that you do see it. This woman is 30 years old. Her nose has fallen off. This woman is 25. See how her skin pulls away like rubber gloves? They were once women like you, Women with a future, but they threw all their many chances away. Women like you. Now, they are workers in the cleanup squads in the colonies. The average lifespan for a worker in the colonies is three years. They are sent in to clean up after radiation spills. They clear away bodies after a battle, making fires with which to burn them. They treat the toxic dumps with neutralizing chemicals.
12: I was given a choice. The colonies are this. Well, shit, nobody but a nun would pick the colonies. So here I am at Jezebel's. It's not too bad. You know, you should figure out some way of getting in here.
9: Mary, you don't mean that.
12: The food's all right, and there's drink and cigarettes, and we only have to work nights. They even give you face cream. I'll be good for a few more years yet.
9: Why are you are not planning on staying? How do you mean? You've always got a plan to, to get out. You must have. Why would I want to leave? Because.
12: Oh, honey. I couldn't leave here even if I wanted to. Why not? When you came into the washrooms, did the aunt give you one of these? Yes. That's why we come in here. What is it? MFH. You haven't tried it? MFH? Manna from heaven. We get one sachet an hour. You unwrap it. You arrange the powder into two lines. Like that. Then one side. <laughs> then the other. <sighs> That's good. <laughs> Now, do you get it? (laughs) That's why I can never leave this place.
9: (laughs) Here's what I'd like to tell. I'd like to tell how Moira escaped for good this time. Or if I couldn't tell that, I'd like to say she... blew up Jezebel's with 50 commanders inside it. (laughs) I'd like her to end with something daring and spectacular, some outrage, something that would befit her. But as far as I know, that didn't happen. I don't know how she ended or even if she did because I never saw her again.
10: Thinking someone had made you a better offer. <laughs> Sit down. Here's your drink. Thank you. Is everything okay? Fine. I have got an
9: offer. What? What is that for?
10: It unlocks a room.
9: Wait, 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 wait. What what are you doing?
10: It's tomorrow, isn't it? I thought maybe we could jump the gun. Maybe it'll work if we do it in more intimate circumstances.
9: Just a minute. Just. I, I have to use the bathroom first. Of course. Why did you bring me here?
10: I thought you might enjoy it for a change. I guess it was sort of an experiment. You said you wanted to know what was going on.
9: We can't stay long. Why not? Because if I'm not back at the house by midnight I turn into a pumpkin. Or is it a coach?
2: Alfred, wake up. It's time. You ready? Oh, then, I won't come with you. You go out through the door and turn right. There's another door. It's open. Go up the stairs and knock. He's expecting you. No one will see you. I'll sit right here. Are you sure? The commander's in his bedroom upstairs. He won't come down this late. He never does.
5: a drug?
9: Yes. I don't have
5: much time. Uh, I could just squirt it into a bottle and you could pour it in. Don't. Don't take it personally. I get paid.
9: <laughs> you get paid, I get laid.
5: No romance, okay? Okay. Let's get started. Welcome to the fully automated house of the Lord.
11: For the back, we can talk hey. better.
1: Welcome to the fully automated house
13: of the Lord. Jesus is you. Bless be the fruit. Blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open.
9: Janine? 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 Oh.
13: Blessed be the fruit.
9: May the Lord open.
13: Did you hear about my baby?
9: Mm. Yes. I'm sorry.
13: Sorry? Her name's Angela. Look, what? Angela. Where? Where do you think? Here, in my arms, silly. We come here every day together, <laughs> to thank the Lord for all His blessings, don't we, honey? No, oh, she's a bit grumpy today. She get me up all night, didn't you?
9: <laughs> Janine, there's nothing there.
13: You have a nice day, now, Janine. My name is Of Warren. Janine Of Warren, whatever. You have a nice day now. No, 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 if you start losing your minds, they're gonna send you to the colonies. You have a nice day now. Jeanine, you have a nice day now. Jean-
2: girl, isn't she? What was her name? Daisy. Oh, Daisy. She's called Faith now. Faith. You can only have it for a minute. I have to return it before they know it's missing.
9: Where does she live?
2: I can't tell you that. Please tell me where she lives. Oh, I knew this would be a mistake. Do you want me to take it away now? No, no. then
9: she's changed so much
2: she's very happy and well taken care of you can be sure of that well see she's laughing she has a family now a real one
9: Time has not stood still. It has washed over me, washed me away as if I'm nothing more than a woman of sand left by a careless child too near the water. I have been obliterated for her. I'm only a shadow now, far back behind the glib, shiny surface of this photograph. A shadow of a shadow as dead mothers become. You can see it in her eyes. I am not there. I went back to Joseph, time after time on my own, without Serena Joy knowing. I became reckless, I took stupid chances. After being with the commander, I would go upstairs in the usual way, but then I would go along the hall and down the domestic stairs at the back and through the kitchen. I would hurry across the few feet of illuminated lawn... ...expecting at any moment to hear a shout. I would make my way by touch up the dark staircase... ...and come to rest against the door. Each time I would expect him to be gone. Or worse... ...I would expect him to say I couldn't come in. He might say he wasn't going to break the rules anymore... ...put his neck in the noose for my sake. Or even worse... Tell me he was no longer interested.
5: I was just about to go to bed.
9: Is it too late?
5: (sighs) No. I just wasn't sure if you were coming.
9: Being here with him is safety. It's a cave where we huddle together while the storm goes on outside. This is a delusion, of course. This room is one of the most dangerous places I could be. If I were caught, there would be no mercy. Joseph, but I'm beyond caring. I think it's happened. I feel it has a couple of weeks and I'll be certain.
5: I love you to death, so will she.
9: But it's yours. It will be yours, really. I want it to be.
5: Why, why do you want it to be mine?
9: Because I think you're a good man.
5: Uh, you don't know anything about me. I think I do. I could tell. How?
9: Not from what you say. You don't talk much. But I can tell. I can just tell. Have you heard of May Day?
5: No, why? Uh,
9: it, it doesn't matter. I just... I just thought you might have.
5: Listen, I don't want any trouble, and I don't think you want any trouble either. I don't know that word, but already I don't like it. I think you should just forget it. It sounds dangerous, you understand?
14: I'm sure we are all aware of the unfortunate circumstances that bring us all here together on this beautiful morning. But duty is a hard taskmaster, or may I say, on this occasion, taskmistress. And it is in the name of duty that we are here today. <coughs> For it is on us that the burden of carrying the torch of the future. The cradle of the race is laid, but to the task before us of Charles, you have been found guilty of the attempted murder of your commander's wife. You have been sentenced to be hanged by the neck until life, your life, has expired. a wife stand up make her stand up someone in your privileged position should have known better you have been found guilty of adultery we all know the mandatory punishment for adultery the right hand will be removed from your body from just Percival, above Percival, the veil But, but, but you may stand up and form a circle. Orderly now. What's going on?
11: Don't you know?
14: Bring the criminal into the circle. It's
12: a part
11: You know the what?
14: rules for a part You will wait until I blow the whistle. After that, what you do is up to you. Until... I blow the whistle again. Understood? Yes, yes. yes, yes. This man has been convicted of rape. He was once a guardian of the faith. He has disgraced his uniform. He has abused his position of trust. His partner in viciousness has already been shot. The penalty for rape, as you know, is death. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verses 23 to 29. I I might add that this crime I took place at gunpoint. It was also brutal. I will not offend your ears with any details,
8: except
14: to say that one woman was pregnant, and the baby
9: you I saw what you did. What do you mean? Why did you kick him in the head like that? You, uh, I thought you well, were... Look at me, they watching. Well I don't care, I can't help it. What
11: are you doing? Get control of yourself. He wasn't a rapist at all, he was a political. He was one of ours. I kicked him in the head to knock him out, put him out of his misery. Couldn't you see what they were doing to him?
13: Hi there, how you doing? Janine. Did you enjoy the participation? Look what I got. Just grabbed tight and kept on pulling. Did you get anything? I... I couldn't get close enough. Uh, Too bad. You have a nice day now.
8: Blessed be the fruit.
11: May
9: the Lord open.
13: Hello, Alfred.
9: Hello. Shall we go to the store? Where's. Of Glen? I am of Glen. Oh, yes. Of course. Shall we go? Um, yes. I didn't know of Glenn very well. I mean, the former one. Oh? Yes, I've only known her since May. Around the first of May, I think it was, um, what they used to call May Day. Did they? That
2: isn't a term I remember. I'm surprised you do. You ought to make an effort to clear your mind of such echoes. Now I feel cold.
9: What she is doing is warning me. She isn't one of us, but she knows I've been stupid again. More than stupid. What am I going to do?
5: Nothing. Nothing.
9: If Ofglen's been caught, it's only a matter of time before she starts talking about me, and I haven't even done anything. All I did was know, and I'll end up hanging from a hook on the wall.
5: You've got the calm they down.
9: They know where my child is. What if they bring her, threaten something to her in front of me, or, or do it? I can't bear to think what they might do. They're
5: not going to do that. Why not? Because she's dead. What? Not your daughter. Ofglen. She killed herself.
9: But did she talk?
5: I don't know. Am I safe? I'm not sure. You've got to keep on doing everything exactly the way you were before. Don't change anything, otherwise they'll know. Yes. Promise? Yes. Don't slip up.
9: Dear God, I will do anything you like. Just let me off and I'll obliterate myself, if that's what you really want. I'll empty myself truly, become a chalice. I'll give up Joseph. I'll forget about the others. I'll stop complaining. I'll accept my lot. I'll sacrifice. I'll repent. I'll abdicate. I'll renounce. I want to keep on living in any form. I resign my body freely to the uses of others. Yes, come in. Alfred, the mistress wants you to come downstairs.
10: called you down to discuss...
2: Don't you talk! You're just as guilty. Oh, Fred. I trusted you. I tried to help you. Well? Nothing to say for yourself? About what? I know all about it. You've got
10: the wrong idea. Oh, don't you talk to me! Who told you these lies?
2: I know what I know. What is this? There's lipstick all over
1: it. How could you be so vulgar behind my back? It wasn't what you I told t- you last time. Don't you touch me.
2: And you, you disgusting slut. You could have left me something just like the last one. Well, you'll end up the same, Joseph. Yes, ma'am. Take her to a room, and guard the door.
9: It was you, wasn't it, Joseph? You told her, didn't you? Didn't you?
1: What else did you tell us? Just get in.
9: There are a number of things I could do. I could set fire to the house, for instance. I could bundle up some of my clothes and the sheets and strike my one hidden match. If it didn't catch, that would be that. But if it did, there would at least be an event, a signal of some kind to mark my exit. I-, I could tear my bed sheet into strips and twist it into a rope of sorts and tie one into the leg of my bed and try to break the window which is shatterproof. Instead, I could noose the bedsheet around my neck, hook myself up in the closet, choke myself off.
5: You to go with these men.
9: Who are they? Where are they going to
2: take
5: There's no point resisting.
2: You bastard.
5: Mayday. What did you
9: say?
5: Trust me. Go with these
2: men. What is going on? Who are these people? I don't know.
10: They've come to take out Fred.
2: He didn't call anyone. Where are you taking her? What has she done?
10: Can't say, ma'am. Sorry. I need to see your authorization. You have a warrant. Not that we need one, sir, but all is in order. Violation of
3: state secrets. What? Oh, my
2: God. Oh my God. What have I done? Bear! Do you realize what you've done to my husband? Serena, don't. Do you? To me?
10: That's enough now.
2: Excuse me, sir. I'm sure she must have broken into my husband's
3: office. Well, there will be an investigation.
2: Well, I'm sure she was acting alone.
10: That's enough dear. you? Let go of me! There's right. a step here. Mind your head. All right, let's go. <laughs>
9: Whether this is my end or a new beginning, I have no way of knowing. I have given myself over into the hands of strangers because it can't be helped.
3: Type used during the latter part of the 20th century were found in a metal box unearthed on the site of what was once the city of Bangor in what before Gilead would have been the state of Maine. Did our narrator reach the outside world safely and build a new life for herself? We shall never know. All we do know is that she survived long enough to record her account, her handmaid's tale and for that we should be grateful. We glimpse her for a moment on her terms only, and then she slips from our grasp and flees. As all historians know, the past is a great darkness and filled with echoes. Voices may reach us from it, but what they say to us is imbued with the obscurity of the matrix out of which they come. And try as we may, We cannot always decipher them precisely in the clearer light of our own day. Are there any questions?
6: In the final episode of The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, the part of Offred was played by Marsha Dietlin, Serena Joy by Leslie Hendricks, The Commander by Earl Hindman, Off by Mireille Enos, Joseph by Dylan Shelfie, Moira by Tasha Lawrence, Aunt Lydia by Marian Seldes, Aunt Elizabeth by Peggy Price, Professor Piaxotto by Dermot Crowley, Janine by Emma Roberts. Other parts were played by Kristin Marks, Bruce Sabbath, Shannon Williams, John Warden, Christopher Burns, Edward Tully, and members of the cast. The script editor was Mike Walker, the sound recordist, Nick Stocker. The original score was composed by Sasha Putnam, Nick Russell-Pavia, and Mitch Ogugwa. The Handmaid's Tale is a Goldhawk Universal production for BBC Radio 4. It was produced by Jane Quill and dramatized and directed by John Dryden.
0: And that was The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, adapted by John Dryden for BBC Radio 4, his company, Goldhawk Productions, goldhawk.eu, and check out his radio drama, film work, documentary, and other goodies. Um, All right, and uh, next week, we are going to get into our horror programming, um, visiting some of our friends, Wireless Theater Company, and others. Um, if we haven't had in the show for a while, um, see what they've got for spooky material to tingle your spine. Um, if you, yeah, it's just kind of that season. Over 200 hours of original audio drama programming at radiodramarevival.com. We will be putting up um, links to our previous horror stories. Um, so if you want to spook your friends for Halloween, we've got all sorts of good material for you there. Um, as well as all the other shows we've also aired. Um, you can learn about, more about the audio drama news by following us on Twitter. Hit up at Radiodrama. You can search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival, or on iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival, and that is a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains with their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG FM, Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at Radiodramarevival.com is a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.